I want this mark all the way back to Earth with time to spare. We never lost an American in space. We're sure as hell not going to lose one on my watch. Failure is not... Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk, whether you're at work, in a car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and my patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, Jeff Arbaugh, Deborah Burris, Joshua Johnson. Nick Hubbard, and my new patrons, Andrew Teepkin and Cecilia Perez. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events, and we just had one uh, a couple weeks ago, and those are only for patrons. And the support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, tonight we have news from geocaching.com, uh, our mega event update, along with our weekly product tips. Let's jump right into show number 18 for Sunday, October 9th, as I welcome my friends Jesse and Christy Lunsford, a.k.a. Memphis Mafia, to the show. Welcome to Geocache Talk. How are y'all? Hello. Good. We're good. Thanks for having us. You bet. And uh, what's interesting is um, we're co- we're all coming from we've got the we got I think we got the U.S. covered. Uh, I'm in the sort of the central in a sense. Jesse's up in Colorado right now, and Christy, where are you right now? I am in Pennsylvania. Ah, wonderful. See, we we do we got the east, the central, the west, uh, kind of. So that's cool. Um, so. Um, Interesting. So you're there for work. Is that correct? Yes. So I'm here. Other week. I fly into Harrisburg and okay. uh, do my thing. Cool. And well, then go awesome. back home. Yay. That's great. Um, well, let's get started. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, Geocaching News uh, sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com. And a couple items I have uh, for sh- for the uh, in the show notes for to- for today. One of them is that um, today is International Earth Cache Day. So everybody, you've got a couple hours left if you want to run out and uh, grab an Earth Cache, but your time is running out for today. Um, did uh, did you guys find a Earth Cache today? We did not. We okay. did not go out and get an earth. The closest one I think to us is about 25 miles away. So yeah, see, you've either, f- you found a lot of them probably around you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's a little tricky then to, uh, to try to, to try to grab one. Um, yeah, we just, we just couldn't fit it into the schedule and I'd like to have the souvenir, but yeah. we just didn't have the time to go get one. That's okay. I, yeah. Well, we, uh, Slinky mom and I were able to get one. That's the other thing is we're, 
it's an hour it's an hour at least for us to get to one now it's getting further every time we we pick up another earth cast it gets further and further for us to drive uh which is fine but uh we got one um i'm gonna put a video together about it um for the for um cash advances challenge for the month and um uh, the one that um joshua uh, also posted to for us to uh to try to do for this month. But, um, it was fun. We, we enjoyed it. Um, it was interesting. Um, it was four stage. So it was a multi-stage earth cache, which some of them are, but yeah, we had to go to four different locations in this preserve and, um, it was, um, but it was good. The fourth stage was a little unclear, but we figured it out and we had a great time. So, uh, it was a, it was fun. And, uh, we got our little, Souvenir, which as Slinky Mom always says, is great because she doesn't have to dust it. So, <laughs> uh, other note tonight um, is uh, I don't think it's out for everyone, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it. I don't know if you guys had seen this email that came out for premium members, but um, it's about the spooky souvenir. Did, did y'all see this? Yes. Okay. I think you're breaking the story right now. I'm breaking it right now. <laughs> breaking uh, news. Breaking news for everyone that doesn't know. But um, if you find a geocache between October 29th and October 31st, then you get a um, ghost of unfound caches. Ooh, unlock the haunted <laughs> hide souvenir. So, uh, <laughs> oh, well, something fun. Um the interesting thing about that uh, about that night, uh, October October thirtieth is a Sunday, and mm-hmm. I'm going to have on um, Doug Jones. Limax is going to be on, and we're going to do a Halloween themed show, so it'll be fun. Yay! Oh, nice. I love Halloween. Halloween's the best holiday. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of fun uh, talking about. It'll be Halloween themed, so it'll be fun. We'll turn the lights down and we'll put on some, you know on a costume or something and, and have a good time, put some music on. It'll be, it'll be great. Um, so anyway, for everyone, there's, um, I put in the show notes, a link to a blog post and that's really kind of the best I've found so far other than the email, but, uh, I, uh it's a nice little, uh, little note, um, about it. So anyway, so there you go. Try to find a cache between the 29th and 31st, get you another souvenir. So I think it's a tendon event also, right? You could attend an event. Yes, you could. I know you, and you guys, um, have you done it uh, since Geo Woodstock? I know y'all probably were like, are y'all starting to do any of your monthly events again? Or are you kind of waiting to, is your burnout still going on? <laughs> we actually have a great monthly event that's hosted up here, the NOCO for Northern Colorado dinner. So that's every second Tuesday of the month. Oh, cool. So we try to go to that as often as we can, but Right now, we also host a weekly Monday morning coffee event. So we just—it's a very small event, but we host them on Monday mornings before work. So, oh, very cool! It's a neat idea. Yeah, it's—it's uh, it's the opposite of Omega. It's like five people. So. <laughs> hey, that's okay. I, I like that idea of. It's—it's uh, it's fun. Uh, I like it that way. Yeah, no, that's fun. Um, so tonight. Um, we're going to talk about, um, oh, I also had another 
quick note. I'll get to it in a little bit. Um, <laughs> so um, we're going to talk about a couple different topics tonight. And uh, we did a little pre-show discussion. And I think it's going to be neat to kind of here are the perspectives of both of you guys um, being uh, a um, team, um, you know, uh, geocaching together or sometimes apart, but your team is Memphis Mafia. For those that don't know by now, um, but mention real quick why it's called Memphis Mafia, just uh, so people will understand why we call it that or you call it that. You want to take that one? Uh, yes, I, tr I will do that. And I apologize. Uh, Pennsylvania Internet is running a little slow. So if I freeze up, I apologize, you guys. But okay. um, we, yeah, we are originally from Memphis. We moved to Colorado almost six years ago. And we were just looking for something fun to do um, and kind of stumbled into geocaching. Um, so, of course, then comes the task of trying to figure out what's a cool group name. And we wanted to pay homage to where we were from, which was Memphis. Um, I am a huge, huge, huge Elvis fan. I worked at Graceland in college, and I knew that Elvis's entourage was named Memphis Mafia. And we just kind of thought that was fitting because we consider our little family of four an entourage in itself. And we kind of just tackle the world. It's us against the world, I guess. And so we just thought that would be a fitting name. So it stuck. Oh, it's a great name. And yes, you guys are an entourage. Well, um, <laughs> it was, it was great fun. I've mentioned this before. I'm gonna mention it again, but we had such a great time in, in Colorado with you guys. Um, minus your, your youngest daughter, I kind of missed, uh, cause she seems like she's a, a bundle of fun. I mean, she does, she, I've seen her on some videos and she seems, uh, like a lot of fun to be with. Um, not that Hallie, I love, she's, being, she's, <laughs> go ahead. She's crazy. She's our theater theater kiddo. So everything is very dramatic with her. Okay. Um, yeah. So she, she was not in town. She was visiting grandparents during Woodstock. So um, yeah, that's why you missed her. But, but you, you got the pleasure of meeting our crazy teenager. So, you know, that was probably enough excitement for you <laughs> with just her. Trust me. She was wonderful too. I had a, we had a great time. Um, and we hit off, we hit off great with you guys. Uh, I remember watching uh, Susan and Hallie kind of, talking, doing a little girl thing. And they, and then they ran off together to, we were at the, we were at, uh, um, the, uh, Casa Bonita, Casa Bonita, which was, uh, I, I had been there before, but for some people had never been to Casa Bonita. That's a place of the trip. I mean, you, that is an experience all to itself. I'm, it's interesting. It is. I'm so glad we had, there was an event there cause it, it was, it was a lot of fun to be there, but, um, yeah. So, um, we did. We had we had we had great fun with you guys, and um, so that's um, what well, it uh, makes perfect sense uh, why y'all go by uh, Memphis Mafia. So it's a great name that y'all picked. Um, so we're going to start by talking about Fizzy, and what's interesting about Fizzy is that um, well, first let's talk why it's even called Fizzy. Pardon me. And what does it even mean? So, Jesse, do you want to kind of talk about what we know about this crazy, why we call it fizzy and what is it all about? Yeah. So the fizzy challenge is filling in the difficulty terrain grid. Um, I think fizzy is pretty standard. Most people call it that. I tried to look it up and it looks like 
the original one started out in California. Yeah. Uh, as a, a tribute to somebody named Fizzy Magic. That was their caching name. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Uh, maybe a real famous person. I just don't know who they are. Um, well, and then there's not a lot out there about this. I was surprised. Yeah, it was hard to find out information on it. That's the, the best I could tell. And mm -hmm. the oldest one, I, I guess the original one was in California. So yeah. we didn't know any of that when we started it. We just, you know, it's statistics like everything else. And you see a grid and you're like, okay, well, I should probably <laughs> fill that in. <laughs> right. So uh, we uh, we were working on that one for a while, I guess. And it's it's easy to fill in most of it because there's a lot of things just around. Just by caching, you'll fill in most of it. It's those weird rare ones that you really have to to plan for to, to to find yeah you know i think people don't or maybe people that are new to the new that are avid they've, they've become avid geocachers and they start looking at it and i think they don't realize there's some of these some of these grid things are tough i mean the last mm -hmm. the last one you guys did was a four and a half something right the, yeah, it was a one difficulty and four and a half terrain. Four and a half terrain. So one which <clears throat> seems almost contradictory to most people that if it's a terrain four and a half, it's got to be more difficult. But in in reality, it, it from what I saw from the video that you guys were in, it's just sitting there. I mean, in a sense, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. but, but getting up to it is kind of a five where some people would claim it's a five, but that's what, I guess maybe that's what would you agree? That kind of makes it tricky because people go, Oh, tree climb. That's a five. Instead, they marked it a four and a half, which helps in a sense, right? It does. And, but you know, if you really get in and look at the, the rules of geocaching, which only a few of us nerds really do that. Um, it, it, there's no special equipment for it. So it right. doesn't really rate a five. That's true. Um, you can climb that tree, you know, I didn't, Hallie did, but <laughs> I know <laughs> people can climb that tree. There's video proof of that. I didn't climb it, but, <laughs> um, right. where, and kind of where that is weird is the one difficulty, I guess the reason why that one was rated properly yeah. is difficulty is finding the cash. So how hard it is to actually find the cash, whether that's a puzzle that you solve or just, you know, physically finding the container. When right. you walked up there, as soon mm -hmm. as you saw the tree, you saw the cache. Sure. So finding it was not difficult. I mean, it was hanging in the middle of the air. Um, the difficult part was the, you know, the terrain. Um, mm. So the difficulty was really easy. The terrain was hard. But it's hard to find those. You don't, you don't see a, a 1, 4.5 very often. No. And, and you know, like you said, you, when, when you start to think about it, um, and this is where um, – I, you know, I'm always, um, you know, um, have my, I have reverence and bow to those that ever complete this thing. But some of these things, like you said, are when you start to think about it a little bit, it's like, I don't think there's a lot of caches. I mean, I, I, I there's some of them I haven't even gone to look for yet. I mean, five, five, I mean, in a sense, that's almost more, I mean, obviously we, we, we know it. It's more common than Absolutely. some of these crazy um difficulty five terrain one i guess maybe a puzzle cache is that where yeah that would be a puzzle cache yeah okay. so the way i would see that one is some real difficult puzzle to or a puzzle or challenge to yeah. solve and then you just walk up under you know lift lamp, lamp skirt lamp skirt or something right yeah. because because it's that's the other trick is for a one you know it's supposed to be handicap accessible 
It is supposed to be. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's those weird and, you know, I'm, I, I guess, you know, obviously you guys did all those, but you get some kind of strange combinations of, of these, of these uh, difficulties and trains. Um, so now we had talked about you guys needing, or we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. I, yeah. I got to separate, I separate my head, you know, um, we'll talk about Jasmine here in a second, but anyway, mm-hmm. so what are some things that you guys would suggest or, uh, comment on about just, just trying to tackle fizzy? I, for me, I would say, and I don't think this is a secret to anybody that listens to the podcast, but really the only way we could ever get it done is project GC. If we didn't have that, we wouldn't be able to get any of these challenges done. And I know a lot of people use GSAC. We don't use GSAC, but Project GC, one of the ways we were able to finish this and other challenges is there's a, you go in there and automatically there's a button just to click and it'll find everything you need to, to solve things like Fizzy and Jasmer and, and some of the other, some of the other challenges like 366 and stuff. So that that's that's the way to do it is be more organized about it and then start slowly picking them off and have fun with it. Right. And that's the other part. And we too. started easy. Right. I, I think mm-hmm. I think we started with 366 was the first like real big challenge we kind of started with and then worked I, I felt like that was much easier than the fizzy, for instance, okay. and kind of worked our way up. So yeah, talk a little bit about 366 and what that really kind of entails or means, Christy. So people um know. Yeah, so the 366, and Jesse, correct me if I get this wrong, but uh, it's basically finding a cache that was that was is hidden on each day of the year, right? Or like, am I saying that wrong already? I can't. It's hard for me to explain. It's both. So it's both. There's two 366 challenges mm-hmm. um, that, or at least the two common ones. One is to find a cache every day of the year, and it typically it's not in a row. It's just to fill in that calendar. So it may take. It took us a few years to do it. Right. But it's just finding one on each day of the calendar year. Um, the other one is to find one that was hidden on each day of the calendar year. Hidden. So that doesn't matter when you find it. It's just that it was hidden on that certain day. So like, you know, each one was hidden on Christmas. That's one of the little slots in there. You got to find that one too. And, so Right. And you can find and, that any day. It just is that that's cash right. will fill in right. that spot. Go ahead. Mm. And we got really, yeah. really, really lucky that – we just happened to like the first year we started caching happened to be a leap year. So we had that February 29th date when we started working on that first 366. So we were, as opposed to some friends of ours who, you know, had to wait almost four years because they realized they started working on it and, you know, maybe the same year as leap year and didn't find it. So we got really lucky on that one. Yeah. That, that's something we, we even were, we were been geocaching for a while and we keep, we kept forgetting about leap year, we got the last one, so that that spot is filled. But we're still working on that one too, um, a little bit. Um, Susan Susan kind of keeps track of it for us um, and reminds me. You know, we got a cash. We got, we got there's cash this Wednesday. We got to find. Uh, we're trying to fill in October. So yeah, that that I think you know we were talking before the show as far as what are some ca- what are some challenges that new fairly new cashers might get interested in. And that one in a sense can be one that people can, could start on. Mm -hmm. But We'll talk about a little late about how these can become bear traps, but go ahead, Christy. What are you going to say? 
No, I think that's probably the easier one for mm -hmm. a new caster to start on as opposed to something like Jasmine, for instance. I mean, Jasmine, you know, we've done some traveling to try to fill in our Jasmine specifically for caches. And I don't, you know, a lot of new cashers, I, I just feel like they would probably look at us experienced folks and think we're crazy for literally planning a trip just to go find one cache to fit in one little square on a box. So I, I feel like that 366 is probably a, the best one. And then once you start, once you, uh, you know, achieve that one, then, you know, you've been bitten and, and you want to do the next one. You want to do the fizzy and you want to do the Jasmine and you want to keep going. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm going to bust Christy out on this one because <laughs> she seems to have selective memory. Uh -oh. She hated, what? she hated the 366 challenge when we were doing it. And so did I, because we felt like, well, and it was earlier well, on. Well, uh, hold because. on. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Oh my. She says it's easy now, but when we were doing it, we felt like we were forced to cash on certain days when we didn't want mm. to. Um, and we didn't try to even do it all at, in one year. Um, we were miserable doing that. And, and like we'll get to later, the streak, when you feel like you're forced to do something that makes the game not as much fun. We finally did it. And now we can look back on it fondly. Yeah. But we well, gonna... I didn't, but she may have said some bad words at the time. So, <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm gonna defend her a little bit because uh, here, uh, Christy, I'm gonna defend you for a minute, and then I'll let you, okay. I'll let you jump in because uh, this, this is good. This is, uh, I think, what she's kind of referring to because you're right. That's why I said it's, it can become sort of a bear trap, and and that is, and we'll talk a little bit about that about burnout and all that kind of in a minute. But as far as a challenge for somebody to work on. I can go to a lampo skirt today, find one, and I filled in a spot. Right. Versus telling somebody, hey, you know, uh, why don't you go out and try to do, um, you know, whatever. P you know, do, um, you know, do a challenge where you do 100 caches in one day. I mean, I know that's there's plenty of challenge caches that you have to right. fulfill. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, yes, go ahead, Christy. No, I, I agree. And I, I think, okay, yes, maybe I had some negative words back when we were doing that 366, <laughs> but that usually, usually it was a, a sometimes it does get stressful because Jesse would call us from work and say, oh, hey, you know, at like five in the afternoon, oh, hey, we need today. You've got to go get a cash. <laughs> so me and the girls would go to like, four, and of course, that's the day you can't find anything, right? right. You go to every LPC in town and they're missing or, it, or what raining. have you. And, it, it yes, that or day. it's snowing or yeah, right. whatever. But, yeah, but it, it is, you know, yeah, sure. There's, I mean, it wouldn't be called a challenge if it wasn't somewhat challenging. So, yeah, you know, there was, um, and there was a lot of discussion. We didn't do it. I don't know. If, did, did, do y'all remember the, um. Oh, each year geocaching comes up with um, little summer things. Either it might be in August, but remember the thirty-one remember? days. Yes, thirty-one days. We almost quit caching over thirty-one days of geocaching. Yes, that was t which is funny. Now that's a great segue into our current streak because yes. if you had asked us, however many years ago that was, if we would ever do, you know, a, a three sixty-six streak, we would have said no way. That's crazy. I think we. What did we find, Jesse? Like thirty-three. Like we got to 31 days of August and found two more and we were done because we were just, it was a Yeah, struggle. it was something like that. And we may have had a couple before August started, which made it about 34 total. Mm -hmm. And it was, we hated it. We felt like we were being forced to play our game and and it, it just wasn't for us at the time. That's interesting. Means. And yeah, well, 
let's talk about streaks for now. We'll come back to Jasmine in a minute, but let's talk about streaks because okay. we're right in the middle of this thing. And this is something that I find kind of, I find it fascinating. I think maybe, maybe some other people do as well. Uh, but Susan and I have done a streak and, and some people are going to be like, Oh, this, this guy's no, he's not a real geocacher. I mean, he, you know, uh, we found our thousandth recently. He's like, oh, just a thousand? Oh, but phew, what a big deal. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. We we enjoyed it. We did a virtual for our thousandth, which was fun. Uh, anyway, nice. um, we don't we haven't really done a streak, and we're still working on – we've been geocaching 10 years. Um, we have had very lean years in the past where we were – we had a lot going on. And um, as, as I've always said before, life kind of got in the way for us a couple of times, uh, taking care of her dad and, and so forth. Uh, we never we at least kept our year streak alive. But anyway, geocaching streaks, I find them fascinating, but I'm not sure. Well, one is we're pretty cashed out in our area. So, uh, you know, it, it would it, we'd have to drive. Um, to east, at least to Rockwall, that's 30 minutes every day. And then we'd have to drive it or, or to Dallas. I mean, Dallas is full of caches. So we could go to Dallas every day and find a geocache. But for you guys, now you're up to, so your current, what, what is your current streak right now? Um, two, two, eighty-four. Eighty-four was 200. in the show notes. Okay, then that should be today. Then that was okay. she put that in there in anticipation of today. So okay, so that's where we're at today is two eighty four. Two eighty four. Now, who, who found a cash today? Today was me. Okay, it, and like we were mentioning before, is that um, you know, you know, you both work, you take care of your kids, you got other responsibilities. Um, so, how do you guys keep your streak? alive first how do you do that uh you want to hit it well a, a disclaimer to that is that when when jesse and i will blame it on him when jesse started the streak he was off work um right due to some surgeries he had had so i think mm -hmm. he was bored and that's why he he thought oh hey let's go start a streak um now that we're he's back at work it is definitely more challenging um, and you're right. We have cashed out our town. So we're, we're having to go to other neighboring cities to find caches. One of the things that really helps us keep it alive is the fact that I am traveling to Pennsylvania every other week because it's a whole, it opens up a whole new area of caches for us. Mm -hmm. So I can kind of help out when I'm here, um, making some finds that, you know, just to kind of take the stress or, and sometimes it is stress, you know, you get to like eight o'clock at night and you're like, Oh, there was a time, <laughs> gosh, this was back in the winter. <laughs> Where it got to about eight thirty at night, and Jesse looks at me. We're in bed. We're going to right. bed, and he says, like, "That's it. We didn't find a cash today. Streaks over. I'm that's just, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's what he said, and I, I'm like, "No, the streak is not over." So Hallie and I jumped in the car in the middle of the snow. It's snowing, and we went and found a cash because I'm like, "I'm not going to let it end because we forgot." So, but it does. It does get hard. Absolutely. Now, now we're kind of so far in now we have to finish. We have to finish <laughs> right. our year out yeah. now at this point. So, so you're wanting to do 365. Yeah, it'll end up actually being 368. Okay. Um, at the end of the year. So the kind of idea that we just settled on was we hosted a new year's Eve event 
mm-hmm. the end of last year. So that being day one, uh, it's a leap year. So 366 days. Yep. And then we'll go in January one will be our, our last one of the streak. Kind of. So it's, you know, 2015, 16, 17, technically into three years, but it's only 368 days, but that's kind of what we decided on and never, ever, ever streak again. So <laughs> now I'm going to ask you, you know, what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you guys <laughs> when it gets to around the holidays, I'm going to go, come on now. You sure you want to quit this? You want to keep going? That's what I said. It's going to be hard to stop. I feel like it's going to be hard to, to quit at that point. But I, I think what's going to happen is we'll forget someday and then it's just going to be over. Sure. And then you, yeah. Now, um, you, you mentioned, and this is other, this is something interesting. We're, we'll come, I want to come back. Uh, I'm all over the map tonight, but I want to come back to this in a minute. But, um, the, the, okay. We've all, we all know people. I know someone who they found 300 and something caches. They haven't found a cache since, which to me is, mm-hmm. is interesting. It's like you did 300 plus caches and now you don't have, you have no interest at all. I mean, to me, it's like, I can understand sort of waning where you start finding caches, every, you know, one a week. And then all of a sudden you're down to one or two a month. And then you kind of, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm, so for for you guys, um, how what is it that what is it that keeps you going at this point? Other than the fact that you got a street going, I mean, what 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 is it that really keeps you going? I think it's been different things over time. So we just had five years. You know, when y'all were here in uh, Denver, that was our five year. Um, so you go, we go through the same stages that everybody else did, and even back before the streak, there's other challenges out there. There was anyway to to find different types of caches. So we kind of started with traditional like everybody did, or most people do. And then we started branching out into finding the different types. So you go through that phase. And then uh, after that, you want to start hiding caches. So we started the same way as everybody else did. And um, I think the, the neat thing about geocaching for us is that there's so many different things you can get into. So when you start hiding caches, of course, everybody has their first cache or traditional usually. And uh, we did the same thing right behind our house, you know, we right. hit it in the field behind our house just so right. we could watch it when people right. wanted to get it. And, <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, didn't really research or get permission or do anything else. We just, you know, yeah, drilled, drilled into a stick and stuck a little container out there and put it on the, that was the beginning. but, um, but mm-hmm. thing is, yeah. And as, and then we went out and I guess what kept us interested for a while is hiding more caches and finding how people liked them. So we branched out into puzzles and then, you know, where I goes, of course. Sure. People have probably heard me talk about those once or twice. And then uh, pretty much anything that you could do, we, we tried to hide earth caches. Um, you know, when the new ones come out, like Bob caches and, and things like that, we, we try to jump on there and really play because it's something brand new. So it's a whole new aspect added to the game, I think. Just, I think it's one way we keep reinventing everything for us. It is. It's, I, I- I think another reason we've really stuck with it are our um, goals. Now, it doesn't necessarily, well, I guess it usually is a challenge, some sort of challenge we work for, but all, every, our, everyone in the Memphis Mafia clan, we're very goal-oriented. So if we have a goal to work towards, 
Mm-hmm. We thrive and we love that. So that's been something that's just been fun for all of us with Jasmine and, and the challenges is having a goal to work for. So as opposed to just going out and finding a cash, um, you know, just because we would look for specific caches that would fill in those grids or, um, and then it became, I, I don't know, it just, it just elevated the game for us and took it to another level because we, we wanted to, you know, achieve that goal, which has mm-hmm. kept it very interesting for us, I think. Well, it's finding those specific caches, like she's saying, that actually one of the challenges that we just finally finished that took us a while to finish was actually put out by our teenage daughter. She has her own account. Mm-hmm. And it was the uh, the five by five by five challenge. Yeah. Well, that's to find. Talk, talk a about that. I say, yeah, talk a bit about that because that's interesting. I'm, I'm not familiar with that. So what is that one? So it's it's in a few different places. They didn't have one around here, but she put it out and it was kind of. It's before the challenges went away before, so it's an old type of challenge, not one of the new ones. Right. But it was to find five different five five caches of five different types. Oh, okay. So like so a traditional multi, oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, and even though this is Colorado and we have you know we have rivers and mountains and everything else, we don't have all those types here. Um, mm. So it it took some planning and some traveling and everything else to do it. But it's a challenge. It's kind of laid down. You know, when it's those challenges are laid down, you, you can't really give up until you get them. So we, we've incorporated those into vacations and everything else. We're like, hey, if we go over here, we can pick up this one little cache. And yep. uh, it's a good way to keep you motivated other than just, you know, it, it can't be all about I got a thousand or five thousand or ten thousand caches. You'll get bored with that too quick. At least we will. Yeah, that is, now that is interesting. Now, do you do you remember off the top of your head what those five types? Are? One's traditional. One's yes, probably multi, multi. Mm-hmm. Uh, multi. Uh, we just got that one recently. Okay, Earth Cash was that? No, we no, no, we don't have an Earth Cash yet. We have one on the table, but the closest okay. five five Earth Cash to us is the Grand Canyon. Oh so, wow! Okay, even up there, because you guys have some really tough Earth Caches up there. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. None that fall into that category though. Okay. Um, <laughs> I see in the notes you, that, that there's a five there. Is there actually been a difficulty five terrain five CETO? There has been, we've never been to one and this okay. challenge that we just finished specifically, uh, excluded events. Okay. Gotcha. Um, all right. Makes sense. But, uh, mm-hmm. so we haven't done a CETO. So we did, um, uh, the traditional, and a puzzle, so it wasn't a challenge. It was an actual puzzle, 5-5. Five, five. Right. And then multi. Um, and let's see. Letterbox? Uh, actually, no. So the no. closest wetter bo- letterbox is another state away. Okay. And uh, the only 5-5 five, five where I go here in our state was ours sure, for a long so, time. Yeah. So <laughs> we couldn't go for that one. And finally, right. another one came out that was a, a boating cache, and it was a great one that was kind of in conjunction with an event. And then um, so the – the next closest one we could find was a uh, five-five virtual, which are very rare, obviously. Oh yeah, I mean to be a virtual, you know, there's only so many virtuals left, and and to be a five-five, that is mm-hmm. cool. So interesting. Yeah. Um, so Christy, what was your what was your take on this five by five by five? Did you like it or did you mixed? mixed you know, reaction? that was more. That was ju- that was more Jesse's thing. I just kind of went along for the ride. Uh, okay. I, I that wasn't <laughs> one I was really really tracking and focused on um, achieving. So I was more. I think Jasmine is probably the one I'm most 
involved in. And mainly because, again, it incorporated a lot of travel for us because we couldn't just yes. get everything in Colorado. Um, and I absolutely love travel. So that one has been the most interesting and, and um, most, full, you know, most exciting for me, I think. Yeah. We'll get, we're going to do Jasper in a minute. Cause I'm very excited to talk to you. Cause we're, that's probably, uh, as we talked about before the show started, uh, Jesse was asking me like, what, what are you guys doing challenge wise? And I think Jasper really is jazzing us right now. <laughs> uh, Jasper's kind of got our attention, uh, Susan and I. And so we're kind of working on that. Cause like you said, Christy, for us, we, we love, we do, we love to travel and, and geocache. And, you know, it's something that I think that, um, it kind of gets back to why, why do we still geocache? And because so people ask, uh, people ask us, all the time you know what is you know we we all get the question what is geocaching why do you you know once in a while we'll get the why do you geocache mostly it's what is it but um and i kind of ask myself sometimes why do we still do this um so maybe it's more i'm just thinking about it you know versus people asking me but you know it's something that susan and i really love to do together. And I know you guys love to do it as a family together. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to explain to somebody that um, you can incorporate in, in for us. And I know you guys have done this too, but there's times when we just take a trip because we're going to geocache. Now there's times when we have, like you guys went um, for how you went and did uh, you went to Oklahoma and did, you know, a college trip. And of course you, you know, you guys geocached along the way. But the idea that um, I guess people don't really understand is the the adventure and the fun and the fellowship that you get together with your you know as a family and go go do geocaches. So uh, you know that's something that I think. And then I guess you guys, in sense, incorporated challenges into the mix. Is that kind of a way to to explain? The, how you guys have sort of meshed everything together. We did. I want to break in a special guest here. Okay. Look, somebody who just Hello. walked in. My mom. Hey. Here's Molly. Molly, it's Gary, you know. Come on, Hallie. <laughs> no, look, this is a special. They knew what I was doing here, so they made. Oh, I'm trying not to drop it here. Oh. It's my birthday tomorrow, so they showed up and with a birthday cake. Hallie, I haven't but seen they're you. all cashers as well, so that that counts. My mom cashes too, and awesome. Hallie, put your face in here. Come on, <laughs> Hallie, don't don't be shy. Gary said you got to come put your face in. Come here, come on, no, come on, come on over. Hallie, so we're here. getting the rest of the. Hallie, come on, <laughs> you look fabulous. So good to see you again. Oh yeah. Well, we usually find something to say. Something to say. <laughs> Yeah, they all showed up right at the the end of the show here. So, well, that's all wonderful. Right. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad right. to see you guys. I embarrassed them enough. I embarrassed them enough and got us off track on the show. Awesome. Well, that's <laughs> wonderful. I'm so glad that uh, we got to see everybody. So, uh, awesome. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, so back to the show. So, Christy, look over to you. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, so, does that kind of, in a sense, Cause we talked a little bit before this, like we, Susan, and I love to geocache, but we love to, 
we love things around geocaching, I guess, differently. And I think you guys are sort of similar, right? I mean, you love to geocache, but the things that sort of s swirl around your geocaching trips, um, mm -hmm. you have different reasons why I think you like doing the trip. I mean, is that fair to say? Um, well, I mean, I, you mean differences between Jesse and I about what we like? Yeah. I mean, or... like, like for Susan and I, you know, um, I'm kind of looking maybe more at the numbers. Susan's looking at birds and okay. flowers and butterflies. So that's kind of her. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I like to find neat and cool places. Um, so I, I don't care. I, if it's an LPC, but it takes me to an amazing restaurant, I am a-okay and I'm loving it. Jesse is more focused, I think, on, you know, um, elaborate gadget caches or these weird uh, difficulty terrain combos or, you know, I'm at the top of a mountain finding a cache. So, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's more the adventurous one and I like the adventure, but I, I'm also just as happy you know, we used to do well, and we need we were doing a lot of this before Woodstock, um, and then we just kind of got busy this summer. But we would do a geo date every Sunday, where we would go to a gas station and get really bad for you breakfast, right. and then just go get caches, maybe a hundred caches in a day, but always make it in a town we haven't been to before. Right. Find a little hole in the wall cafe to have lunch in, and then just had really good conversation between the two of us in the car as we're driving from cache to cache. You know, that I love that. So it doesn't always have to be this amazing or uh, amazing, crazy, creative container. Sometimes it's just the company, the company you're with and the place you go um, and the people you meet along the way that excites me about it. Yeah. That Jesse kind of, I mean, that's, that, that's, I can't what, disagree with that. Yeah. It's, right, it's hard to disagree, you know. My, my mom just came in and my daughters, you know, and they all have their own account that, that, you know, we, we typically cash as a family, but like even our nine-year-old has kind of grown up in the, in the caching world now, cause we've been caching for five years. She's nine. So she's never not known us to go geocaching. Mm -hmm. She, for her last birthday, she hosted her own event and right. made her own prizes, talked to the whole group, did it all because that's the people she knows. So it's, it's definitely about the, the people that you're, that you're with because most I mean, 99% of our friends are geocachers because that's when we moved here. That's how we met everybody. Um, but it's, it's still about hanging off a mountain too. So I can't <laughs> say it's all about that. You got to challenge yourself sometimes. So, which is interesting. Um, uh, and we're, we're talking, we are going to talk about Jasmine here in a minute. Cause I do want to say that, but let's finish out with another, a couple other things. One is you got something that notes about a Florida trip. Now, did y'all do that? Or are you planning <laughs> to do this? Or are you wanting to do this? Oh, that's Jesse's <laughs> birthday present. So right. yeah, yeah, his that's what he wanted for his forty first birthday is a trip to Florida to find this canoeing cache in the Everglades or something. He can tell you about it. I think he's crazy, but you're gonna go well, swim, with, swim with the Gators. Awesome, Jesse. What a great yeah, idea. absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's my kind of idea of a fun trip. <laughs> We're gonna go down there. Me and a caching buddy are gonna go down there to Florida. Um, the real target is there's one of those rare caches, the, a five five virtual down there. Mm -hmm. that you have to go out and find and get gather some information on it. But there are no roads even to get to where to launch your boat. So you really have to get, wow. you know, kind of the Florida swamps area and, and find it. Um, and we kind of, it kind of built from there. So that one cache is the main goal, but then 
we're doing two more days of kayaking caches, you know, oh, around sweet. the gators. Now is that yeah, we'll tag a gator or something, make him trackable. It'll be fun. Absolutely. Wow. Well, okay. Yep. Now is that the one in here that I can mention? It's the GC four N seven T four. Is that correct? Uh, let me see the one the, in the, the yeah in the show notes. The oh D5, yeah, T five travel challenge. Okay. No, so that's a different one. We just found oh, it. I haven't. Okay. Yeah, it's that's in Luxembourg, but we we just put that in the cash in the show notes because it's just interesting how challenges can make you rise to a different level. Oh, okay. That one, which we we may never get to. It's a it's in Luxembourg. You know, we oh, we don't have okay. any trips planned there, but. Yeah. Uh, the the idea of that challenge and it shows how it's different in different areas. You know how the Europeans are about caching; mm-hmm. they're crazy about it over there. That challenge is actually to find twenty or fill in your fizzy, then find twenty five five fives. Oh, that's right. Then find a certain number of five fives in five countries, then find them on two continents. And people have done that. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look on the, ca- the that cache page, people have done it and signed it and qualified there's- and. Like they do some 16, crazy stuff. Yeah, at least 16 people, I think, is last time I looked at that that cache, but I'll pull it up real quick. Yeah, that is, that to me is fascinating. Um, it currently sits at 19. 19 people uh, have fa- have done that. And they put in their notes. I mean, they put in, it's not like they just sort of logged it and it's like, really? I mean, are you serious? Now, these people, right. they put their pictures of all their information that, that you know proven that they, this is what they did so amazing fascinating it re- really is um that uh, yeah doc in the chat room said they have to be independently wealthy <laughs> and oh, it, right. you know it, it it does take a lot to travel and do that and um that's that's the part that i like though you know we like to travel and geocaching is a good extension of traveling um and we don't have any trips planned to luxembourg anytime soon we can't we just can't pick mm-hmm. up and do that kind of thing. But there's ones here, you know, and, and as we travel around, we just kind of try to identify those things ahead of time or make little weekend trips to, to some place. And it's for me, it's if I can plan six months, if I only found one cash a month, but it was something really exciting, I would be just as happy. Okay. So it's, it's what all, you know, what all is that one cash entails. It could be canoeing and, you know, or scuba diving or whatever else. And, that happens to be your, your passion or hiking. Like I like to do, it's just fun to be able to, to plan for it, look forward to it for a long time and, and, and then finally get to go do it. So. Now, do you think that, um, now that challenges are back out or you can challenge the moratorium on creating challenges, are are you Mm -hmm. guys going to create, um, are you thinking about creating a challenge cash? We did. Um, so, Cool. We're kind of early adopters when it comes to stuff. When a new type comes out, we have to jump on it and try it out. And it doesn't always work out right. We Sometimes we fail. But um, with the challenges, we were kind of waiting on those to come out. And we had one kind of ready uh, for for when it came out. And we got one out the first day that they opened back up. And it was a travel-related challenge. So nothing super difficult for people that travel but attend an event in 10 different states or countries. Um, oh, and if cool. you travel around, you know, so it doesn't have to be hard or anything. It's just a regular event. But um, yeah, so we're a we're a big fan of the challenges on on both putting them out and and trying to achieve them. So yeah, well, interesting. I I I, I think that we over time. I, I I'm kind of 
I have to kind of keep a pulse on what Susan wants to do, you know, um, because I, I definitely want her to, to maintain uh, her interest in it. I'm still fascinated by, you know, that I can, you know, dial in a lamppost cache and be able to find, you know, like, hey, that's a lamppost cache. Look, <laughs> look, you lift it up. There's a bot. Look, it's a camo pill bottle. It's like, this is great. So I'm still kind of a, I guess I'm kind of like those, you know, fish in, in, uh, you know, you know, in the, in the bowl going, wow, I love this place. It's great. You know, it's a little tiny cup, you know? So me, that's, that's still me. I'm just, I'm thrilled that there's a, but I think it's, you know, I, I, I still find them interesting. I really haven't gotten maybe into doing a lot of it. One of them though, that, um, I do kind of find uh, that I've kind of, I found interest in, we'll, we'll talk about that now, is, is Jasmer. Um, Jasmer is um, caches placed per hide month. And um, so, Christy, tell, tell us a little bit about what you've experienced so far with this kind of, with Jasmer and how you guys found out about it and where you, where, kind of where you at, where are you guys at with Jasmer? So some caching friends of ours in Colorado mentioned it to us. Um, we had never heard of it. And this was a few years ago. Um, and we, Jesse, got on um, on the computer and kind of ran our stats. And we realized we were over halfway there um, just out of pure luck. Right. So then we really started to focus on where were these caches? Where were the ones that we needed? And and fortunately, again, you know, I mentioned that I love travel. So we were able to satisfy some Jasmine Squares um, when we went to Boston a few, a couple of years ago, you know, Jesse grabbed, uh, went on a, a, a caching trip with a friend of his in Utah a few months ago. We were able to satisfy some squares. We were able to do so when we went to Oregon back in the spring. So um, it, it's, it's just kind of nice because whenever we do, we, we travel a lot. So whenever we do travel, we would always just kind of dial in to see, okay, well, what, what caches would satisfy a square on this Jasmine that could be near us? Um, and so it's just taking, taking us to a lot of really cool places. And I think we're what Jesse now one shy of completing the Jasmine. We are one shy. Where's that last one? That one is in Dallas. It's back down here. Right. Yeah. That's Yay. right. I actually have Which, it on my watch list too. So we I, do as well. <laughs> but I haven't found it cause I'm, I keep, I keep poking you guys because I want, you guys come down and we'll both find it. We'll both find it the same day and we'll celebrate. We'll get some barbecue or something. So you guys can come cow. down and we'll do it. That's... We'll, I'll buy you dinner. You, you won me. You won me at barbecue. It, yeah, it's I'll done. take you to a great barbecue place down here. I'll pay for the whole family. I just want you guys to come down <laughs> and have some fun down here in Texas. So have you seen Jesse eat barbecue? You might not want to make that offer just well, yet. <laughs> it may not, it may not be a, uh, it won't be well. It could be all you can eat. I, I don't know. We'll, 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah, th there's um, there's some some obviously cool places down here. We've we actually found one one time um, w with our little motley caching crew uh, that go out geocaching. We usually go find barbecue after we're done. So, um, but yeah, um, yeah. T uh, Tom was talking about it, and yeah, it's just the, it, you're exactly right. It's the walk in the park <clears throat> is the name mm -hmm. of it. And, um, Tom figured out that's one of them because it's, here's the fascinating thing about Jasmer. If people aren't familiar with, with Jasmer, and that is that 
fines by cash's say this right fines by cash hide month um of course it, it, jasmine never ends but that's that's another story because every month you know like november comes up nobody like 1201 on october october 31st nobody will have been able there will be nobody that can claim they finished jasmine but obviously you just fine when that month and you move on but the old caches that's where it gets tricky um and it's interesting when you start looking and there's a couple months for everybody that that's interested in doing Jasmer, you want to get out and get those, those done. Now there's a certain month. I don't remember which one it is. And you guys might remember, but there's one month that's, that's we've talked about this before. And there's like a cache in Utah. I think mm-hmm. there's a, a cache on an Island in Atlanta, uh, in Georgia. You guys did the Utah one, I think, right? Yeah, Potter's Pond. Oh, okay. I thought I thought the one we have left is the one that it's in Dallas, Utah, and Atlanta. Right. So I have well, that one confused. There's no, two of those rare ones in Utah. And yeah. you're both talking about this. Yeah. So it's <laughs> uh yeah, Potter's Pond is the one we went and, and did out there that was that rare one. There was only a few of them to do. Um yeah, but the other one is actually there too. So Okay, yeah. There's certain months that if you were to like map it out. Um, when you start going back to the, to the 2002s, 2001s, 2000s, there's certain months that, uh, obviously Mingo is going to be, I don't know if there's any others in March of 2000. Well, there's, there, there has to be, uh, because people have done the Jasmer three times. Oh, so that's true. Right. Yeah. So, um, which is tricky, but obviously, but yeah, there's a couple months in there. You need to go and I've, I need to probably go back and, and do a, maybe a map, map it out where there's only, cause there's certain months that those caches start disappearing. There may come a point where it will get close to where you couldn't finish Jasmine. And that would not be fun. Yeah. We, uh, but you know, that kind of, it points to something that we didn't think about at first. The, um, uh, when you find a big challenge like that and you're working towards it for a long time, uh, like we're doing with this one and we did with, uh, with fizzy kind of make that last one a little more special. So yeah. kind of plan it up, you know, pay attention to the fact that you, you've got it. Like the fizzy was our, our Oklahoma trip and yep. the video that, um, what was that video sh- for? I don't remember oh, now. What is it? Yes. You got, <sighs> well, I don't know. congratulations, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse. Uh, well, is and a, Christy. Yeah. Well, yeah, technically we've, we've got some people who are debating whether the, uh, you guys, did you, um, this would be then your second show, but, I don't know. It, it kind of, you weren't really on that show. You filled in, uh, <laughs> thankfully you filled in, um, for Chris, uh, Chris Umfenauer had problems, didn't get on in time. And so, um, yeah, Shermanator 18's in the, in the uh, <laughs> chat room claiming to rub it in, but, uh, yes, you, you did, you did win, uh, the repeat guest challenge and we're going to have you, we'll have you on Christian as well. Uh, in the in the future, so that'll be fun. And I told everybody else that did the repeat guest they'll they'll eventually be on the show too. But it was just great fun. But yeah, um, the the interesting thing about to me about ja- Jasmine is like you said, uh, Christy, is that you have to do some travel because there are some caches. Well, there's there's some there's some spots of Jasmer that are certainly not in in whatever state you live in. I mean, they really are. Right. You're not going to be able. I don't think there's anywhere in the. I, I, 
clearly you can still do it within the country of, of the U.S., but um, that one I think is interesting for people. Let's see how to put this. I think there's enough different types of challenges out there to to, to really excite all people in, in all kinds of areas of geocaching. I think that's the the wonderful thing about geocaching is if you want to do just if you if you're jazzed by just doing difficulty fives, you could probably do difficulty fives for the rest of your life and just enjoy mm-hmm. doing difficulty fives. Um, you know, I, I uh, and then there's the fringe people like like me who are like, oh, interesting difficulty five. I like when you guys do. Um, and we talked about this a little bit before is that um, you'll go up the side of a mountain to get one one geocache. But <laughs> I find that interesting. I don't know if I can actually do some of that. Terrain five. I guess I'm more interested in terrain fives because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not really a puzzle guy. I need to get like uh, like Tom Brotherman, Electric Waterboy, to kind of help me figure out some of these D fives. But I mean, I just don't know. I, I have interest, but I'm, but I think that I think everyone needs to find something in the challenge world that might interest them. Is that something maybe, maybe is that a better way to put it? Uh, Yeah, I would agree. So Um, we have different, we all have different ideas of what we find to be fun, you know, and some people and Christy's one of them. She loves when we go out and we get a whole bunch in one day, jumping in and out of the car, grabbing a bunch, you know, we're just chatting as we go. I get bored of that pretty quickly but not of the company and conversation. So that's, that part of it's fun, but yeah, that's not I was gonna my, say, be careful how you answer that. <laughs> I noticed I said it yes. right. And then, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but th- if that was, if that was all that caching was about just uh, a big long power trail all the time, it, it wouldn't hold my interest at all. Uh, I'm more fascinated, like you said, with the, the difficulty in terrain five, just because it's kind of a, it's kind of a platform. You know, it's you can do so much in that one little that one little square that it's kind of fun, um, but it's not for everybody. And there's like we were talking before the show started. It's all a game. It's all yeah. about what's fun to you. And you know, nobody should judge anybody else for what they want to find or you know any of that other stuff. And some people get really angry about people finding caches they don't like. That doesn't make any sense to me. So yeah, I don't I don't understand people's people trying to impose on others, you know, you need to like this. No, I don't. I can do whatever I want, you know? That's right. You know, is, I mean, that people just have to understand that, like you said, Gary, there is a niche for everyone. You know, some people hate LPCs. I get that. Our nine-year-old loves LPCs. We call her the LPC master. I mean, she she can find them so fast, you know? So, right. you know, if, if it wasn't for LPCs, which I know there are some people out there who would love to never see another one, but if it wasn't for those, I wouldn't have the engagement and the attention of my nine-year-old daughter that I do, which, again, just Perfect. brings us together as a family, and it's great. Absolutely. That is that is one of the great examples you hear that, Sonny? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you again that the lamppost <laughs> lamppost caches are not bad. They're, They're not. not. They have a purpose. They, they have, have a purpose. purpose. What's funny too is that um, we have one in in we have a couple in town, but we have one near a hotel. And I can't tell you how many wonderful. Well, logging is a whole other thing, but I, how many logs I've had 
of people who have told me how wonderful it was that I placed one next to their hotel because they, they write in the people that write it, that, you know, write a decent note. The people that do that will put a note in there and they'll say, we were traveling through town. We only had, you know, we only don't have time to, to search around. Mm-hmm. We either want to keep a streak going or we wanted our, we wanted this County or we just wanted to find one real quick, you know, cause it's near a uh, cracker barrel and it's near the, the best Western. So, I mean, it's and that's the kind of point that I think people do fail to think about, which is these things all have kind of a a, a purpose. I mean, um, the lonely caches that sit out there, you know, the people are like, well, why did I why did I put one of these out there, or why you know, other people are like, why on earth would you go up the side of a mountain to find this one ammo can, you know, and it's like. Hey, you know, for some people like Jesse, hey, it's tough to get up there. So if I'm going to enjoy the trip up, you know, I'm, let's find a cash and let's claim a, a a difficulty that a lot of people can't, you know, aren't doing, you know. So, you know, Tom mentioned this, and I, I ask you guys too. This is another challenge that I think is interesting, and that is county challenges. Mm-hmm. Fascinating because in Texas, it's a it's a huge thing here in Texas because there's so many counties. In fact, and Tom, if I get this right, 254, I think, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong. But now here's the interesting thing with the Texas Geocaching Association is if you complete that and you can show them, you know, proof that you did all the counties in Texas, you get to sign a special ammo can and you can ask them to come to, like if I'm in Greenville, which is not near where a lot of people, you know, they, you know, like Tom lives down near, near Dallas. Yeah. 254. Um, I can ask them, come on up, bring the ammo can up to my town and I get to sign it and they have a little ceremony. Uh, so I think that's neat to, to do that. There's, yeah, he's saying there's only 67 people that have finished it. Well, finished it and told them and signed the, the special, uh, special ammo can. So how far along are you guys as far as Colorado? Is there, is that something you guys want to do? It is. We've looked at it. There's. I was trying to pull up how many counties we have, but I don't have it easily accessible. I, I would say we're about half. We're about halfway done. Yeah. We, we had a goal of trying to complete that this year, but it, with the streak, there was just no way um, we were going to get the counties. Um, plus, I hate driving out on the plains. <laughs> <laughs> That's where a lot of our counties are that we still need, and yeah. I hate going there, but but yeah, we, we do want to do it. Um, and we'll get there eventually, just yeah. probably not this year. Like we planned. Yeah. Makes sense. It's another, I think it's a fun thing for people, um, to think about the Delorum, the Delorum grid. I've looked at it before. It's mm-hmm. kind of fascinating. Um, and I think that, um, I, I think that like we said, there's, there's things that are, are interesting and they should be interesting for you or for your family. Um, mm-hmm. and not to try to now I don't, I I'm, I'm all for the discussion. Like if somebody wants to sort of talk me into their challenge, you know, I, I'm open to that, but, um, and I'm always interested to hear about challenges, 
Um, but as you guys have said, you know, we don't, there's a fine line between, you know, me trying to talk you into a challenge and me telling you you need to do this challenge. Right. So. But that's why there's a good challenge for everybody. You know, not everybody has the time to, to visit 254 counties in, in Texas or, right, or has the to. means to get out there and do that or wants to even. Right. But there's, there's enough challenges out there. And, you know, if you look, if you go on geocaching.com and you search just the challenges that have come out since the new, they released a moratorium or whatever. Right. Um, there's been a bunch and there's some of them are really creative and some of them are fun and some of them look like things I would want to do. And some of them I would have no interest in doing. So it's, there's a little bit of something for everybody. But that's okay because I mean, yeah, you're able to climb mountains and swim rivers and there are other people out there that can't do, can't physically do things like that. So they need easier challenges mm -hmm. just, you know, so that they can be involved as well. So again, I think there's a purpose for everything and that's mm -hmm. what makes geocaching so great is that everyone can find their niche and there's something for everybody, which, which is a good thing. Very cool. Well, um, we're kind of wrapping up. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about challenges before we kind of get to the end of the show? The only thing I would say is if you haven't done any challenges, definitely investigate them at least. And if, if you're further along and you've done a bunch of challenges, think about putting out some good ones for others. The way the new criteria is, you have to show that you've satisfied the challenge first. So it's kind of like, I've done this really fun thing and I want to, you know, suggest it to other people to try it as well. So it's not just making up, you know, some crazy challenge that nobody can ever do. The person actually has to have done it first. So it's, it's kind of sharing that experience. So I would, I would definitely say get out there and see if there's something that you want to share with other people and kind of show them, you know, how much fun you had. Mm -hmm. Christy. I, I would agree. Um, you know, that's, that's a great way to put it, Jesse. It's just, you know, something that you had fun doing and sharing it with everyone else. And, you know, um, definitely, you know, encourage folks to look into it. There are some easy challenges. There are some really difficult challenges. And then there's a lot of stuff in the middle. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's something for everybody. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so I uh, <laughs> want to mention uh, Mega Event News uh, is um, sponsored by IB Geocaching Supplies, best site for geocoins. Cache containers and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com. And uh, I've got in the show notes uh, some of the mega events coming up. I know that um, GeoCoinFest is one of them coming up uh, next Next weekend. Weekend, mm -hmm. yeah. And um, so that's uh, interesting. I know um, uh, Tamisha uh, Sewell, Geocache, her, is going to be there. So I'll try to get some information from her about how it goes. Um, Going caching is coming up in Georgia. Uh, Halloween hoopla coming up up in Maplewood, Minnesota. I know that uh, Joshua is going to go to that, so we'll get a report back from him. Um, and then there's others. And I'm, uh, you know, on the on the geocaching doc, geocaching geocache talk dot com website, I did update uh, the list of megas that are coming up between now and May, and I'll try to keep that uh, updated uh, as time goes on. Uh, because I think it's interesting uh, to uh, to look at that. Try to go to try everyone want, try to encourage everyone to at least go to at least one mega uh, over as time goes on because they are they are a lot of fun and uh, each one is sort of unique and so uh, love them. Um, the um, product review the, this week is uh, sponsored by Cashly. 
Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. And this is something actually kind of came up in our discussion this week, and I actually did download it. As Jesse, you mentioned, um, or was, you or Christy mentioned about geocaching stickers, and you can go get these uh, in the uh, iTunes um, uh, store. And they're kind of neat. I've actually sent some people some of these. Uh, they're 99 cents, but they're kind of neat. They're uh, in iMessage. You can send people um, a little, what do you call them, emoji or? Yes. <laughs> in anticipation of this, I, of course, I did the same thing, too. I'm always one of the first one people to jump on something. I like the new stuff, you know. And uh, and I even actually talked to Nick a little bit online about the stickers on these for Cashly. And um, but even and I spent my ninety nine cents and I got them. And of course, the first thing I did was send Christy and Hallie <laughs> a bunch of pictures of GPS and stuff. Right. And um, and then we talked about it. And I had to <laughs> had to ask my Hallie, my teenage daughter, like three times, what are these stickers again? Because I don't quite understand what they are. And the way she explained it to me is they're third party emojis. Okay. So you can send them through text, but I guess before you couldn't get a geocaching related emoji or whatever. So now Apple has opened it up to uh, third parties like Cashly. So Cashly can make their own little, and I don't know if you, you'll probably won't be able to see that there. Yeah. I don't know if that'll work. Twisted. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there, there it is. So these are some of the emojis there. And it's, yep. you know, stuff that's familiar to all of us geocachers. But so now you can send them through through your text and it's, it's, Again, it's ninety nine cents and it's geocaching related. So how do you how do you turn that down, right? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> and the the neat thing was, and I I think I spoiled it for Joshua, but there's gonna be, Joshua the geocaching vlogger is gonna have a sticker, a geocache sticker that you can get. Wow. And geocache talks gonna have a sticker. Yay. Nice. So Nick Nick's gonna uh, have one. He has a somebody who's doing the graphic for that uh, graphic for that. So graphic artist that's doing all those. So. As soon as I as soon as I get that, of course, I will announce it to the world because I think it's it'll be cool and uh, so neat for the show to have uh, be right side along uh, all those. I like them; they're kind of neat looking. I was kind of wondering, is there a way we can figure out how to get those like attached to geocaches uh, some way? But I haven't figured that out yet. So, <laughs> no. Christy came up with a good idea, and we were talking about this too. And I guess this is one of those things. Because we know, and not to sound like an ad for Cashly, but I, I love right. Cashly. So, oh, we do too. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, he's so responsive. Her idea was if he can figure out a way to get those into the logs, the geocaching yeah. logs, that'd be really impressive. I love that idea. I do realize that's out of his control, and that's more of a geocaching.com thing, but it's still pretty neat if you could stick those little stickers in your logs. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. So, um, that's cool. Goes, go, go buy it. It's a buck. Go, go get those in, um, and hit, hit, hit up your friends to go do that as well. Uh, and then, um, so coming soon. So next week, uh, next week's show, show 19, I'm having on, uh, Chris Williamson. Uh, you guys will find this interesting. He is the director of a movie called treasure and, I was lucky enough to bug him and get him uh, get some conversations going with him about this movie, and he's going to be on next week. I'm gonna try to to I'm gonna try to pull out all the information I can 
uh, from him about the movie to, to share with you guys. Um, it's in post-production and um, so far he's been a little cautious about telling too much. Um, obviously, I, if you go to IMDb, you can find out more about the movie, who's in the movie. We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about <clears throat> some of the plot and some of the things he's doing for the movie. Um, it's already been approved or been uh, accepted or uh, picked by a couple um, festivals. So I, and something we talked about, <clears throat> I talked to him a little bit yesterday uh, in preparation for next week, but um, for everyone to, cause he's asking me, he's like, how do we get geocachers on board with this movie? So if anybody has any ideas, you know, email me uh, at, uh, you know, geocache talk at gmail.com. Um, I've told him I'm going to try to get him in touch with everybody I can, but we really, you know, we want to see, cause he told me, he said, if this movie does well, um, he's more than willing to do more, uh, more movies. And if you go look on IMDb, um, the, some of the stars of this movie, I mean, they're not a, they're not a list kind of stars, but these people are, um, you know, Ansley Gordon and Matt Mercurio, um, are, you know, at least, you know, fairly well known. Um, Ansley's on, uh, there's a USA today, uh, USA today, USA network show she's on. Um, she's moved to LA to, to continue her career. Matt Mercurio has been on, um, ballers. He's been on several different shows. So we're talking about, you know, people that are, that are in the business and this movie is really revolves around. It's not just, it doesn't sort of have geocaching tagged into it. Like some of the other movies that have come out. This one really does have geocaching as sort of the focus. So anyway, um, he's going to be on next week. Um, week after that, I'm having on the land sharks, and I titled the show Land Sharks in the Water. It's um, cruising and caching. And we're going to talk about that. And then uh, in, th in three weeks, we talked about, you know, Limax is going to be on the show on October 30th. We're going to have our Halloween-themed special. So that'll be a lot of fun. So, well, um, Jesse and Christy, thank you so much for being on tonight. Uh, it was really uh, – I really had a lot of fun talking about this, uh, these topics. Go ahead. Yeah. Thanks for having us. I, I'm sorry. I was typing to Terminator mm -hmm. in okay. the chat room, um, nice. but yeah, thanks for having us on. Absolutely. I really, yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Thanks for having us on. It's, this is a fun experience to be on the podcast and, or to be watching the podcast and being part of the chat room. And each time when we come do this, this is really the only shows we ever watch live other than sports. And each time we do this, it's all the names that are in the chat room is all people we've met or talked to. And it's just like a big extended group of friends. So it's, and we're all talking about our favorite games. So it's, it's a lot of fun. We really appreciate you having us on. Yeah. It's, it's neat to, um, to, to have the, 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 the chat room sort of works again, which I think is, is great because um, before it was, uh, uh, a lot of people were kind of hesitant about what's, what was going to happen with um, the changeover to YouTube. But so far it's been great because again, the chat room, uh, is, is fun. I try to read it as much as I can and look for questions, but it's fun to have everybody together. Like you said, it's like an extended family. We all get together. So, uh, again, it was great and 
appreciate every, appreciate you guys uh, and everything that um, we've been uh, been doing together uh, with in Denver and then with the show. So again, I thank you guys. So thank you very much. Um, so for everyone else, you know, don't forget to um, follow uh, the show on Twitter uh, at Geocache Talk and Facebook at facebook.com slash geocache talk. Uh, show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, well as the Geocache Talk website. Uh, don't forget to click the, I think it's down here, here, uh, <laughs> the subscribe button. I think it's down here, but wherever it is on the screen, please click that. <laughs> it really, um, I need to get to 100. I need people's help with that because the more, if you get to, I'm at 75. If I get to 100 subscribers, then I can do some extra stuff uh, with my um, my channel, my, my YouTube channel. So help me out. Get some people to subscribe, uh, and uh, that would be of wonderful uh, help to me. So until next week, uh, don't just talk about geocaching. Uh, do what Jesse and Christy do, and go out geocaching. So good night, everyone. <laughs>